0: I want to remind you that you are a powerful being, filled with power. You are an eternal being, having a temporary experience, having an earthly experience. Hello, and welcome to Power Hour. This is Dr. Kresslin, your host and empowerment coach. And so some of you may say, what is an empowerment coach? And I'll just tell you who I am. I am a messenger. I am a messenger sent here to remind people of just how powerful they are, to inform you and to compel you to tap into the power within you, which holds all the answers, all the enlightenment and all the empowerment that you need. That power wears many names. Some call it God, Jesus, Buddha. Higher self, eternal love and self, spirit, Holy Spirit, whatever you call Him, her, or it, that power holds the key to the courage, to the actions, to the love, to the plans, to the wisdom that we all need to live the life that we desire and to create the world that we want to live in. But abiding in this place can be so difficult in today's times. It can be so hard because even though we are eternal beings, we live in a temporary setting. We have temporal bodies and we live amongst people who think that that's all there there is. And there is this constant exchange of false power where we're vying for the temporary self that we've created. And this makes it difficult to to abide in our internal selves. So the reason for this powerful conversation, for the conversations that will be held in this place, the reason is so that you will have a place to come to when you need to remember who you are when you need to be refueled and you need to power up, that is the whole purpose for this conversation. So the blessing is I am not alone. That this conversation gets to be even more power because there are great, there's even greater power when we collaborate and we come together with people of like mind. So without further ado, you're going to enjoy I mean, I'm telling you, get your notepad out. You're going to enjoy. We have, I'm joining me, are three phenomenal women who are creatives and authors and uh, influencers making a difference all over the planet. First, we have the dynamic voice for oneness in this world that is often uh, divided um, through her creative art of storytelling, Pamela Gray Daniel allegorizes real life solutions to reveal spiritual truths. Her newest book, Healing Our History and Co-Creating a Culture of Oneness, is set to be released May 31st. You don't want to miss it. Pam, please tell us how people can find you on social media.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kresslin, for having me. I really appreciate just being a part of this. Um, You can find me on social media at Pamela Gray Daniel. Um, That's at Facebook and Instagram. And then my website is uh, PamelaGrayDaniel.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Next, we have an amazing shaman, a minister, if you will, amongst us, an energy healer, soul detox specialist. She is also the writer and producer of the Black Mother Monologues stage play, coming your way very soon. I'm a Price is passionate about teaching spiritual development and natural healing strategies to women of all ages and backgrounds. Through her new book, Please Don't Call Me Arianne, the True Healing Story, where she shares her journey of overcoming codependency to assist others in getting to know God for themselves. Aima, uh, I almost called you Ariane. You said, please don't call Please me. don't call me. No. Aima, <laughs> please let uh, our viewers and our listeners know exactly how they can find you on social media.
2: Thank you. I'm, I'm so honored and privileged to be here. You can find me on Facebook at Ima Price uh, or on Instagram at the Black Mother Monologues.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ima. Next, we have the award-winning journalist. She has interviewed some of the top names uh, in the world. Oprah, John Maxwell, Ayana Van Zant. That's just to name a few. She's a top-selling author of two action journals, one of I ju- that I just received in the mail a few weeks ago, inspirational speaker, and certified transformational life coach. Jeanette R. Smith emphasizes empowerment through mastering one's mindset. Welcome, Ms. Jeanette R. Smith. I haven't seen you in so long, and I miss you so much.
3: I miss you too, sister. I miss you yes. too. Yes, to please. With you, Fabulous women that you have assembled today.
0: Yes, yes. Please let us know how we can reach you beyond this platform.
3: Absolutely. You can reach me at JeanetteSmith.com, J-A-N-E-T-T-E Smith.com. And my handle for most social media is at Jeanette R. Smith.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. I can't thank you all enough. So y'all, let me just, let me just put my heart out there on the line first. So um, if I have to be real honest with you, with myself and with anybody that's listening, I suffer from discouragement. And so I am often told that we give to others the thing that we really need the most. And so I know that my uh, empowerment movement first starts with empowering myself because that is a need for me. And so I don't want to lead anyone to thinking that we are perfect people telling other people what they need to do. Mm -hmm. I want to connect to people's humanity, as much as I want to uh, connect with them spiritually. And I, be- I believe that the best way to do that is that we, are, we keep it real. So mm-hmm. with that, because I know I'm sensitive uh, to information and I'm sensitive to energies uh, surrounding information and surrounding people, I decided on March 20th to go on a 40-day fast from social media. So that's what's driving the topic today, breaking news, <laughs> breaking news during COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And this breaking news is unlike any other breaking news because it's about taking a break from the news yeah. and taking a break from social media so that I could stay in a healthy place. So I want you all to talk to me about what other opportunities you see as, a, as it relates to this pandemic? I saw it as an opportunity to rest and to reconnect with myself, to my divine self, to God, to my family. What other opportunities or threats do you all see as it relates to this pandemic? Anybody can chime in.
1: I guess I'll start off. Um, I too had to take a bit of a rest from social media um, one of the things that I noticed when all of this hit, I was in a really good place um, spiritually and just able to feel the balance in my life. And and then this hit, and uh, COVID hit, and I noticed that I was, you know, being dragged into things that I wouldn't be focused on typically. Um, and what I realized is that there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of energy going on around this. And a lot of people are feeling feelings Mm -hmm. in a deeper Mm -hmm. way than Mm -hmm. they have prior BC before COVID. Right. So, (laughs) so, so I had stabilized myself to the before COVID environment and was doing really well. But then when those new energies hit, it was like turbulence.
4: Mm -hmm. And so,
1: um, that was the sign to me. Okay. At first I I felt like I was feeling fear and I know I've already released fear. 2019 that was gone. Mm -hmm. I really started Mm -hmm. saying, okay, so what's going on here? And what, what God kind of showed me was that it wasn't my fear. I was feeling the collective fear
4: Mm -hmm. and that
1: Mm -hmm. I needed to find a way to remove the unnecessary, uh, influences. Mm -hmm. And, and what I saw was everything was just magnifying the fear. And so I really had to take time and say, okay, I don't have to deal with this. Mm -hmm, I may have mm -hmm. to deal with the fear at my full-time job and, you know, where I work and, you know, making sure that decisions get made, but social media can go. And, um, and I'm so thankful that I, that I I had the awareness to say, yeah, no, this, this can't keep going on. Um, So that's kind of where I am with, with the break from social media.
0: <laughs> awesome. I love that BC before culture because you know what it will change it will forever change how we operate in some sense. Yeah. Just like 9/11 there were changes that were put in place as a result of 9/11 that that have, will never change, you know, that will remain that change will remain from here on out and the same will happen as a result of this. So I I appreciate that perspective. Thank you. You
3: mentioned um, 9/11, and and so that'll be a jumping-off point for me because that's actually when I made a lot of changes in my life. I was a journalist. I was on air when 9/11 happened.
4: Mm-hmm. We
3: saw a lot more than what the public saw because at that time you know, social media unfiltered wasn't really a thing then. Mm -hmm. Um, Now you can almost see things as they happen, unfortunately, but back then you couldn't. And that's when I made the change and came out of news and went into entertainment. And I think, I love what she said, because I think one of the things that, the opportunity I've I've felt that's come out of this for me is to speak to and and get in community with other light bearers. Mm -hmm. Um, We are empathic at some level as women anyway, but then those of us who do energy work, I also work in raking and other things too. And those of us who are sensitive Mm
4: -hmm. to what's
3: happening around us, you do have that moment where you have to say, is this me? Is this the world? Is this, you know, what is that? And I think one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves as, as light bearers, as path leaders is the the gift of vulnerability Um, to admit That even though I have these tools to help others, I'm still a person, Mm -hmm. I'm still a human being. My sleep still might be impacted, Mm -hmm. I might not be the same way I have been before. Mm -hmm. Um, I might need to audit what's coming to me in my timeline. I saw you when you stepped off the grid, and I thought that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. God was calling me to do something different, Mm -hmm. but even in that, in using social media, I was very specific about putting boundaries around Mm -hmm. certain things. Mm -hmm. I did the news. I don't even watch the news every day all the time. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So mm-hmm. there's ways that I, I do that. I use apps to get the top stuff that I need, the stuff I don't need. Mm-hmm. I find ways to, so that's auditing, right? And then mm-hmm. there's connecting. I find community like this.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Create community. I do things to bring positive community together because we're so isolated. We need touch and we need facial you know, recognition, and we need to see smiles, and we need to create, we need that connection, right? And then the disconnect you talked about is not just, for me, uh, disconnecting from social media, but maybe it's a chance to self-excavate and disconnect from some stuff that wasn't working for me that I didn't realize. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things
3: like you said, you know, this isn't working for me, and why Mm -hmm. was I doing that? You know, and maybe it was a crutch to get me through this or that. Mm -hmm. But now and and here's the biggest thing as a woman, and I (laughs) and I hope this blesses somebody else. My last thing is we like to achieve, we like to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I don't really like to start a task, I don't finish. But my sensibilities and my my even my energy level have been drained by this Mm -hmm. worldwide Mm -hmm. pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I've given myself permission to do is operate in chunks of time mm. I say I'm going to do this for uh, let's say 15 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. at the end of that 15 to 20 minutes if I feel better mm-hmm. and if I feel empowered I'll do another 15 or 20 minutes if I don't I'll go hit the couch mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We'll lay to, you know live to slay another day or another right. hour Right. But giving yourself permission just to operate differently and create new patterns or routines, I think, is one of the best gifts we can create right now for ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You mentioned connection and the importance of having that connection. So contrary to what a lot of people believe, the connection through social media often leaves people feeling socially isolated because the true connection that we need is the human touch the human connection it's not the mother's breast milk that keeps the baby alive it's the mother's touch and so we we are we are made for that human connection and and i like that you talked about using social media for a purpose and in chunks of time because we have people that are scrolling all day in a feeling even lonelier when they disconnect so it's it's a pseudo connection for so many people and i think it's important that we share this information like what you talked about chunking and 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 posting with a purpose so that people can feel more fulfilled as a result of using social media instead of lonely and isolated Aima? Well,
4: I'm, I'm
2: just so full and I'm doing cartwheels in my spirit because both of you mentioned 2001, which for me, a lot of us remember 9-11, but I remember realizing I was prophetic because I understood at that time that what was happening that the world saw was not what was truly happening uh, in the unseen realms. And it was the beginning of a lot of my prophetic experiences in realizing I'm sensitive, I'm a seer, I have claircognizance, clairaudience, clairsentience. It began then. Mm -hmm. And so for me, this has been somewhat a traumatizing yet triumphant experience going through this shift because I believe this is the first time since then that the earth is shifting and a new world is coming into play that people weren't prepared for. But there are specific people like all of us who kind of had an idea, which is why God has been working with us over these past seasons to change career paths, to disconnect, to find different ways to Mm -hmm. express our spirituality, because there would be a time which is now where you have to be so rooted in God and your spiritual understanding or your understanding of a connection beyond Mm -hmm. what you can see that will keep you rooted because everything else is about to change drastically. And so for me, I didn't even get on social media till 2018. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anything about. I knew that it was um, a cesspool, if you will, of sensationalism and spiritual vacuuming. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how easily our emotional um, vibrations can be affected by it. And so I think it's very powerful that people are becoming aware of, like you said, Dr. Kresslin the connecting disconnection of social media mm-hmm. because now we're having to reevaluate why we use it, what we use it for, and who are we really listening to that's controlling our mindsets. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Because artificial intelligence is real. Yes. And I think about um and it, it is not as scientific as it's as it seems. It's just when you when you see someone put information on the internet that is taken down and you see some things that get more um, uh, noticeability uh, than other things, there, there are forces behind the scenes that are that are determining what we get to see and what we can't see and what we hear. And that's kind of how the artificial intelligence work. And so to me, that's another reason we have to take a break, because if we infuse our minds and our hearts and our souls with lies or partial truths, then that's what we become. We become what we eat. What we read, what we live, it, it shifts what we believe about ourselves, about the world. And so who's going to control the intelligence? Who's going to control the information that we get? So for me, I always say when I when I take a break, now I want to eavesdrop on the universe. I want to eavesdrop on the heart of God. I want to know exactly what God is saying, not what man is saying. So that that's another reason to me that it's very important to take a break because all information is not right information
3: absolutely I remember posting not I guess at the beginning of this because you know (laughs) that part of me never leaves the journalist part never leaves and so when I see people post things from like even satirical websites that aren't true they're meant to be humorous and poking fun but people post them as if they're real stories Mm -hmm. or you know, somebody posted something or was sending something to me in my DMs, like, make sure this gets out, this information gets out, like conspiracy theory stuff. And I use it now to, to say, hey, let's think this through. I use it to teach, like, mm-hmm. let, let's think about this. If this was really happening, if they were really bus shipping COVID via tanker truck, would they put COVID-19 on the outside of the truck? Do you really think that's what the government would right. do? Would they really mark it plainly for every- I mean, let's let, let's let, let's think it through, you know? Right. And so. I think part of us, you know, we need to take the break because I know that we pour out of our we tend to pour out of what we see we have so we just mm-hmm. pour and then we don't have anymore, and we just keep pouring and what i'm hoping that we'll do through this is that we'll just keep letting ourselves get filled so that the overflow is what is is saturating those around us versus us pouring until there's nothing left to pour and so these teachable moments i don't take on everything every every cross isn't mine to jump in and every fight's mm-hmm. not mine to jump in but but i think if we can add teaching so you said you know, you scroll through and you see these things. The studies say now we encounter more trauma in a day, just scrolling through timelines than we used to in years. Yes, That's because of all that we're exposed to. Mm-hmm. So I have, my mission is to put as much stuff out there. And sometimes it can feel funny, right? Like, cause we're content creators. Like well, people get tired of seeing me. People get tired of hearing about me. But we have to inundate and flood that space with as much light and with as much positivity as we can, because you never know who bites on that. And then they share. And then now we can flip the yin and yang. You know what I'm saying? And get back into balance. Cause I'm telling you, our sisters and brothers out there, some of this
0: stuff, I'm like, what are y'all doing?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Save yourself.
0: We got a lot of work to do to get in balance. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got a lot of work to do the shift. I believe that there are enough people to make the shift to 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 stop any plot that can negatively impact the world but the the unfortunate fact is that the beautiful the brilliant the spiritual the light bearers are silent
2: do you know what i think it's is is going on with a lot of the light bearers from what i'm seeing is that a lot of us are kind of experiencing being under the influence. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can feel the influence of mm-hmm. social media. I can feel the influence even just of the media. And mm-hmm. I, ha- I, don't, I don't watch television. I didn't have a television in my house for years. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's not just what you're watching, it's in the energy of it all.
4: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a
2: lot of us, I know for myself, I spent a whole sabbatical last summer that I didn't know was gonna prepare me for this summer, where I was gonna have to reconnect myself to my source because I love it that they call social media influencers. Mm
4: -hmm. And
2: if you don't realize that the whole social media, the media is an influence that we can come under Mm -hmm. and you feel drunk with Mm -hmm. the energy of all the BS, Mm -hmm. that you have to vomit it out and actually purge it out. And that's why the, the breaks from social media and the sabbaticals and the fasts and the things people are doing, I believe that's just a way of us purging Mm -hmm,
4: mm -hmm. all
2: of the deceptions and all of the untruths and the energies that don't belong in us because they're stifling the light Mm -hmm. and they're, they're putting speckles on the lens that really needs to have a clear beam out of. Mm -hmm. So I feel like right now, a lot of the light, we're just, we're just getting shined up in a way Yeah. uh, because now you must shine brighter than ever. Right. as it gets darker the lights shine brighter and that's where we're at right now.
0: Right. Pamela, I think about your book Oneness. You know where 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 your mission is teaching oneness, the importance of seeing each other as yourself, basically. So as we tackle um, our own negative energies and the energies of other people, how do you see oneness playing or teaching people oneness? How do you see that playing out? in this time.
1: You know, that's interesting because I was talking to a friend yesterday about how, um, it's funny because earlier you said something about you get discouraged easily. And I went like, oh my gosh, she's reading my, you know, (laughs) because that is where I was the other day. And um, not because I want to be known, because I don't, Um, what I really care about is making a difference.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that when I see where my difference is being made, that um, it's not like I'm looking for validation, but I want to see that that hard work that I'm, that I'm working on is being a benefit to people.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: God spoke to me last night. It, it was so freeing because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the work that I'm doing because we are all one, because we are all of the same spirit,
4: mm-hmm. the
1: work that I'm doing, I am seeing the benefit. When you work on yourself, it's, it's, it's almost mm-hmm. counterculture to what we believe is mm-hmm. don't take care of yourself. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're taught. Don't take mm-hmm. care of yourself as selfish. But like um, Jeanette was saying, you can't pour when you don't have anything in you. Mm-hmm. And so what I really think as light bearers, um, and hopefully this is why we are silent at the moment, um, or it seems so silent, is because we're just taking our 40 days away from the crowd for a moment like Jesus mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. to get build up mm-hmm. because it, it took us by surprise. We knew something was coming. We knew mm-hmm. something was coming. We didn't know what it was.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: when it hit, it's that initial feel of, oh, there's turbulence. But the turbulence doesn't mean that the ship is going down. It just means we're going through some rough water, uh, some rough air at the moment. We're Mm going to come out on the other side. Mm -hmm. But it's what we do during the turbulence, how we stabilize ourselves, and and what we fill ourselves with is how we can be a benefit to people Mm -hmm. around us. Mm -hmm. But it's really about doing it in and for ourselves. Absolutely.
0: Well, I'm speaking of the light bearers specifically or very positive. good-hearted people who are silent all the time. I get the few that's always posting and and speaking and uplifting, and now they're taking a break. But I'm talking about there is a large number of people who are silent all the time. And sometimes silence is consent, It is, you know? Is. And so, we, we, we have a lot of work to do to shift. We got, you know, to infuse the the same kind of courage into other people Mm -hmm. for them to take a stand too, because the more, I mean, I don't think it has to be a 50 50 to create the shift. I think I've heard it said that we only need like 15%. -hmm. And I think we have that. I just think that only two or three percent of that 15 are the ones who are actually speaking and trying to do the work there's so much work to be done yes.
3: i think yeah. if people are free to believe that you don't have to have all the answers i know some people are well let, let's talk about why people shut down or or go in mm-hmm. it's because of either fear or something there's a level of comfort that they're that's not there for them right mm-hmm. and so I think in some cases, it's that matter of, well, if I put myself out there, you know, what do I say? And then what is said back to me? Can I handle that? Do I have the answers to the questions that may come? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I think is freeing for all of us, and, you know, I've heard Pamela and Ayama, did I say Uh, right? Ayama. Ayama. Ayama say um, in in different forms and fashions is that, we're people. We're we're just people and you're mm-hmm. not you don't have to have all the answers. That's mm-hmm. not our gift. Our real mm-hmm. gift is not that we have all the answers. Our gift is that that you're led to people who you have the answers for. Yes. And so speak to what you know. Mm-hmm. Speak to your experience. Speak mm-hmm. out of your gifts, flow out of your talents and mm-hmm. those things will as as Pamela said impact those that they're supposed to. Yeah, there may absolutely. be people that won't hear from me or receive. It's not what I have that they need. It's Kresslin. It's Doctor Kresslin that they need, or or Pamela, or Ima. So I'm just saying, we mm-hmm. if we encourage them, I think in that way mm-hmm. of being, do what you need to do in your silence. Get yourself together. I liked the steadying. It reminds me of like when I ride the trains at the airport. I always have this goal. I never hold. I know, y'all don't judge me, but I never <laughs> hold the. Ball. I never hold the pole. I always use my thigh muscles. I always get like a a little kind of a cheerleader squat. And then I just kind of use my balance to, and it, for me, it's kind of a mental thing as well as, is a, um, a physical thing, a reminder that life is going to move fast. Life will stop hard. You'll get Mm -hmm. clotheslines sometimes. I'm like, can I keep my balance? Mm -hmm. You know, in in the middle of that. And so Maybe what you're doing, even through your podcast now, and what the rest of us as content creators are doing, it's not for us. It's not about being seen. I had to work through that one, but um, mm-hmm. it's about what we put out there. Mm-hmm. And that the ripple effect, even, you know, the butterfly effect of one thing you say, if you never hear it back to you, that that made an impact. Mm-hmm. That God has these ways of, of giving you that, that confirmation and that validation. We are one. That there's mm-hmm. no energy that goes out. Where energy go, where focus goes, energy, energy flows. flows.
4: Mm-hmm. So there's
3: no energy that you put out there that's not having impact in some mm-hmm. sort of way. Mm-hmm.
4: You,
3: you know,
2: that reminds me of a meme I saw the other day that says, you know, when you focus on growth, you grow. And when you focus on <laughs> grows,
4: uh-huh.
2: right? and that is one of the reasons why... Our, our focus is so powerful and the work that each of us do and I always tell Dr. K, the work you do is so important because the silent ones who've I, who I've been one and I go in my seasons of silence, mine are always because of fear. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why I always wear my throat chakra jewels every day to remind myself that I have a clear throat chakra, that mm-hmm. I can speak, that the connection of my heart and mouth is in alignment because Mm -hmm. so many light bearers and so many healers and and, and people who are meant to bring the presence of love on the planet Mm -hmm. have been stifled and have been threatened and Mm -hmm. have been ostracized and -hmm. have suffered from low self-esteem and identity loss Mm -hmm. that they need activations from others on those vibrations to be free.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. That's very powerful. And it's a theme I'm hearing too about, um, I think Pam and Jeanette, you, you mentioned about the, doing the work to serve, you know, uh, and so uh not wanting to be seen. But see, I think, too, that when we are afraid to be seen, it's because at some level, all of us want to be seen. And there's nothing wrong with it. When you are light, you're supposed to be seen. So that's what I'm working through is that, okay, I desire to be recognized for the gifts that I offer the world because I have plenty And I I have a lot to offer. I realize that a lot of that comes from feeling like I was not seen as a child. And not seen as in, I mean, everybody say, oh, she's a pretty little girl. She's smart. But I'm talking about seeing me beyond your limitations. Seeing me for who I am to become. That was the missing component for me. And because I have to focus so much on that, on seeing myself, I do want others to see that in me. Yeah. And I don't apologize for it anymore. I don't yeah. apologize for it. you're. I, I mean, you're not going to be able to walk past me and not know that you have been in the presence of light.
4: I, I, I agree.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, and so, and so I think we have to let ourselves off the hook with yeah. that because it's human nature. I think it was Oprah that talks about even when she, she interviewed Barack Obama and Beyonce, they said, did I do okay? Afterward. Like, did, did I, everybody wants to be affirmed. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the human part of us that the eternal self doesn't need it because it knows, but again, we're in these temporary bodies with, you know, on earth with all these people. And so that's a part of that, that makes us, makes up a part of who we are. And so it's okay. And so I, um, I see you, Pam, I see you, Aima, I see you, Jeanette. And hey, Kresslin, I see you too, boo. And it's okay, Yeah. it's okay. And so, because if we don't accept the fact that we are called to bear light, if we don't accept that, that we are shining bright in the earth, then it's hard for other people to see that in us too. And God has way too much work for us to do than for us to play small or to dim our lights. Absolutely, and we don't have. I
4: agree. We don't have to hide and
0: be afraid. I am. I got you. (laughs) I've got you.
2: You know, I feel so emotional only because this is why I am passionate about letting people know that this is all. Even the whole quarantine, COVID is part of the ascension process. Mm -hmm. It's bringing us back to this oneness. And all of the more fear that hits the planet, the more love is needed to rise. And we're all rising in love within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we share that love one to another, it is spiritually fulfilling and elevating in such a powerful way. So in so many ways, I see the blessing in what, because when people say, is this judgment from God? Is this this from that? And I think to myself, if God knows all and planned all and is all, why are we concerned about him judging anything? He could create something not to judge. Right. I mean, I, that's just my thought. If, he, yeah. if he's going to judge it, can he just recreate something else? Yeah. Could it not yeah. be part of a divine plan? And even those who are experiencing some of the physicalities of this pathogen and the pandemic, how do we know that that is not a part of God's divine plan for them? Because I do know my days are numbered and God knows how many there are. And, yes. if, and if something was going to be named to take my days, it, we're going to give it a name, but I'm going to leave when I'm going to leave. And mm-hmm. if I was going to leave in 2020, I was going to leave in 2020. But until we yeah. come to that reality, we will be controlled by the fear of the Absolutely. idea of a thing yeah. outside of ourselves taking life away when only God gives it. Absolutely. So that's why I feel so healed by these type of connections.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's win-win, right? If we live, it's win-win. <laughs> if we die, we win. Hey. Okay. And so I think a part of it is once you become okay with death, that, hey, that's a part of the life, and I got to check out at some point. And once you truly become okay with that, you can, we can start living, for real. Yeah. For yeah, real. Absolutely. So what would you say to, to each of you? What would you say uh, to people who are... Um, totally immersed in social media and in watching the news in those phones right now, what bit of advice would you offer them?
3: I think for me, I, w- I want to remind people that there's more than one virus going around. It's not just the COVID-19 virus, the virus of panic and fear, the, the virus of, or the attachment to drama and the adrenaline of panic you know we we live in our fight and flight mode now more than we ever have in generations past and i don't like to tell people to squelch that because it actually all those hormones coming out of our amygdala are for a reason to protect ourselves
4: mm-hmm.
3: i want to have fight or flight when i need it
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I
3: want to live and marinate in fight and flight hormones every day all day
4: mm-hmm. that's
3: It doesn't serve me and it normalizes or makes us desensitized Mm -hmm. to heightened states of activity in our body and Mm -hmm. the physiological aspects as well. So I think to remind ourselves that there are certain groups of people that are energized by the, ha. you know, I, (laughs) I was talking to a guest the other day, we were talking about people saying it's crazy out there right now. It's crazy. And he said, but the thing is. I'm in my sister-in-law's house. She's got a beautiful big house. She's got beautiful trees blowing in the wind. We're standing in her backyard. Everything's serene. You got food in the cupboards. Your fridge is full. Your kids are fine. Your family's fine. What's crazy right here? what's, what's What's crazy? You know, and so that goes to the mindset of, Look at why you're attaching yourself to social media. Mm-hmm. If your life is fine, but your words are speaking crazy and there's nothing, cra- you have now signed up for a package that wasn't even delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. To your mindset. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying less than what's happening in other people's lives and their experience. People are dying,
4: mm-hmm. people
3: are, are suffering. But if that's not your immediate experience then you have to learn not to live in because what happens is you scroll and you live it all over again. You read the words you see the pictures and that now you take that on as if it's yours. It's not yours. You have to say a prayer release that Mm -hmm. and, and, and let go. So just know. The virus in our body is one thing, but the virus of anxiety, depression, of wow. you know this heightened sense of of of, of being in, in in fight or flight, those things are addictive too, and they spread like cancers. And you really have to guard yourselves, your mm-hmm. hearts, your minds, and your spirits.
0: Mm-hmm. And they lower your immune system, which makes you susceptible to the virus in your physical body. That's what people need to understand. Kills, that is. The-
3: Heal, steal, and destroy come in many different forms. And we don't like to look at that and talk about how that happens. We always think it's going to be eh, some big a monster. And a bit. Right. <laughs> it, might, it might just be depression taking you so far down right. that you lose touch with yourself. Right. You know, or anxiety right
4: stressing
3: you out raising your blood pressure making your body go into hyper you know modes mm-hmm. where like you said your immune system is now lessened we have to identify enemies the sneaky enemy that comes and all the masks that they wear because mm-hmm. it, it, it's always going to be the one you think
0: absolutely wonderful thank you thank you thank you Kill, steal, and destroy. We must take care of our mind, bodies, and souls so that we are not sucked in to the madness of the world. When we, All you have to do is look around and see how blessed you are. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Um, I think my, my uh, word of advice would be um, to stay in the now. Right, And so mm-hmm. when you think about it, if you are scrolling something someone posted, they didn't post it now, they posted it in the past. And so you are taking yourself from the now mm-hmm. and what is happening in your now, which is good because you're still breathing, your eyes are still working, mm-hmm. and you have your mental capacities about you. And so really uh if if you feel the need to check in with something like that's what a lot of people do they want to check in with Mm -hmm. what's going check in with yourself
4: yes check
1: in with the emotions that are going on and and talk talk to yourself about them i mean some people might say that talking to yourself is bad i love it i talk to myself all the time and we work Mm -hmm. out a whole lot of things (laughs) and so You know, I'm experiencing fear right now. What am I really afraid about? Um, You know, and and talking it through. And as you do, the spirit of God that is in you, that that is supposed to be leading you and guiding you, Mm -hmm. if you submit to that, Mm
4: -hmm. you are
1: able to master any situation in life.
4: Mm -hmm. And so
1: really taking this time that we're in quarantine as your cocoon moment. This is your cocoon moment. You are being sheltered and you can... Break down all of the things that you were in your past life, in your, you know, mm-hmm. the things that have hampered you and, and that control you. And really look at ways to just redefine who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, all that social media stuff will be there when you come back to it. Mm-hmm. But really focus on your now and mm-hmm. what is seeking to emerge in you in this moment. Because I'm, when I come out of here, I'm not going to be the same. There's going mm-hmm. to be some transformation. There's going to be mm-hmm. things that I've released and mm-hmm. I'm going to be ready for the next step. Mm-hmm. But if I'm looking backwards, I'm not going to be able to be prepared in my now and, mm-hmm. and do the work that I need to do. That'll take me eventually later on mm-hmm. um, down the road to where I need to go. So.
0: I love that cocoon example. Don't die in the cocoon just because you can't see outside. Mm-hmm.
4: You're going to turn
0: into something beautiful if you develop in the cocoon. Mm -hmm. I love that example. Thank you so much. That is so powerful. Aima?
2: I would say unplug every day. And unplugging means to disconnect yourself from anything other than your source. Mm
4: -hmm. And if Mm -hmm.
2: Facebook is your source, Mm. then all right. If IG is your source, okay. Okay. But if you have a divine source, then everything will be recharged once it's unplugged, including you.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: even just practicing, and I tell people, because I have, I have people in my life who are addicted uh, to social media. One of my old best friends, was real, she's still really, really addicted, and I, I realized it affected her attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, She'd be in a fine attitude, then she'd see something on social media, then she's calling me with some negative vibe, and I'm like, weren't we just on a high-flying disc? How did you get so low? <laughs> It's because you got wrapped up in it. So if you don't have, I tell people all the time, I was ready for this quarantine. I've been quarantining for five years. I'm a shaman. Staying in and disconnecting is all I do. Uh, Mm -hmm. But for some people, that'll rock their life. They're not ready for that. But if you Mm -hmm. can't do it for two days in a row, or like Dr. K, forty days, or like you know, like the rest of us have had weeks or you know, months off of it, why don't you try unplugging for a little every day? Just an hour of unplugging, which means disconnecting totally. That's not watching TV that's not that's not listening to something else that's not even talking to people in your home
0: mm mm mm-hmm. silent retreat
4: mm-hmm.
2: and getting outside <laughs> is the quickest way to do that i i love to tell somebody i need to take a walk you know i'm i'm quick to take a walk but my mm-hmm. take a walk is i'm i'm reconnecting to my
4: source mm mm-hmm. and
2: and even when we just spend time outside we allow the nature and the oxygen and the actual energies to cleanse us from a lot of emf which is electronic uh, magnetic frequencies that we absorb when we're on social media so if you if and we're all human so if you don't have the the energy to say I, I can't get off social media for a week well how about 30 minutes today get off turn your phone on airplane mode and go outside
0: mm-hmm. and
2: just be
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it I love it unplug take a walk my advice read a book better yet write one mm. hey. have this experience. We have this experience. You can journal about your experiences every single day and have a book at the end of this process. Some people have been putting that off for so long and 99% will not become bestsellers, but they are very nice business cards Mm. that help, you know, promote who we are. So I will leave you on this note because we are eternal beings. We were not given or born with a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and soundness of mind. If you don't remember anything else, remember who you are. Remember what you were given, power, love, and a sound mind. Cultivate those things. Take care of the mind, body, and spirit, but cultivate those things. Remember them, use them. Will you fall short? Of course. But just come back and remember again. And always tune in to Power Hour when you need to remember and power up. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned for our next session. (laughs) Bye-bye. all so much and to our viewers and our listeners i want to remind you that you are a powerful being filled with power you are an eternal being having a temporary experience having an earthly experience but you have the power to create the life you desire the world that you want to live in And so when you need that reminder, make sure you find your way back to the Power Hour podcast and hear some of these powerful conversations that are designed to help you uh, renew, rejuvenate,
4: and power up. Thank you again and have a blessed day.